0: what up what up what up (laughs) hey hold on (coughs) total like rookie mistake I just started hold on (laughs) sorry guys I just hit record which I'm starting to do like a five four three two one hit the record button because sometimes I overthink like what I'm gonna say (laughs) to the point that then I just don't say anything and I'm three episodes behind on podcasts Um, but I started that episode with a jolly rancher in my mouth like you guys would have totally heard like (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Jolly Rancher clicking. Yeah, total uh noob, noob mistake. But anyways, here we are. So this is um Ashley Gilland, obviously. You're on my podcast, so you know that it's hashtag going gillen. That's G-O-I-N-G Gillen. G-I-L-L-A-N-D. So um hit me up on Facebook. I have a Facebook page that I started just so that I could have somewhere to post like the transcripts basically of these podcasts for folks that don't want to listen to me talk, (laughs) um, I am transcribing and posting to Facebook. So again, that's under, uh, going Gillen. So hit up my group page there. Um, it also makes it a little bit easier for us to like have conversations back and forth because with, um, podcasting, right. You can leave like a review, which I would absolutely appreciate a five-star review. If you're checking this on Apple podcasts so that they'll keep bumping me up higher and higher and higher. Um, but I can't like, message you back right so anyways if you're on Facebook find me it's just going Yellen is the group page not a whole lot of activity activity going on there yet um, but again right now I'm just using it so that I have a place to kind of transcribe out these podcasts for folks that would rather not listen to me ramble for 20 minutes so oh um let's see what else Oh, I got super excited with the 54321 thing and I'm like walking around my neighborhood. So I probably need to slow down my pace a little bit so that I can uh, catch catch my breath. So you guys aren't hearing me. Huff and huff and huff. Okay, so slowing down the pace. I'm walking outside, which um truth bomb, I'm afraid of the dark. So when I was in middle school, um I was at like a youth rally um, at church. And if you have ever been to um any sort of like Youth experience or whatever um, at church, oftentimes during like the praise and worship section. This is totally random, I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, but probably to excuse my heavy breathing. But oftentimes during like the praise and, praise and worship section of church, they will lower the lights down and then, like, you know, it's pretty dark, and then you can just kind of see like spotlights on the band if there is one, or just like the projectors where like the words to the songs are up. So it was like that, right? And we were doing like praise and worship, singing a song and somebody came into the church and started shooting people and killed like 13 people and injured a whole bunch of other ones and blah, blah, blah. So in the dark, right? And then from then on, I've just been very afraid of the dark. I slept with my parents for a long time. And anyways, so I'm outside walking and the plan was to just like leisurely stroll, but I always end up walking like super duper fast because my my heart's up. But anyway so that's why i'm breathing the way that i'm breathing but i'm gonna try to um slow down the pace so that you guys don't have to hear me breathing but anyways longest intro ever <laughs> again this is going gillen it's hashtag going gillen my name is ashley Typically, I talk about how to be an actual real-life human, and I guess that intro is a great segment or segue into being an actual real-life human, but I started a new series within this podcast. If you're not into it, totally just skip over it. I'll get back to doing like the real-life stuff, I promise you. Um, But if you are into it, cool. Tell your friends. We're going to talk about the challenge. I'm going to get caught up on episodes, but this is episode number three. So the challenge, season 35, episode three. Hopefully the wind isn't too, too strong. Um, Like I said, I'm outside walking because it's just easier for me to um, record podcasts outside uh, because the kids don't need me or can't find me. So anyways, um, hopefully the wind's not too bad. But let's get down to it. So drum roll, please. Total Madness, The Challenge, Season 35, Episode 3, okay? Let's do it. All right, so first of all, as you know, last episode, right, Episode 2, Jenny went, oh, wait, not Jenny. Sorry, it's too confusing. Jen, Jen with two Ns, dark hair, super pretty, beautiful face, terrible at this competition and probably at all reality competitions because she went home first on... The first one that she did but anyways we'll spend very a little time mourning the loss of jen with two ends with a very pretty face um we do need to however take a minute to talk about the uh, swaggy c and bailey blanket so i'm confused about it first of all i didn't notice it <laughs> like you know it, it didn't jump out to me. Um, but then Anissa, who is fucking hilarious, I love her so much. Like, if we can just keep doing Anissa interviews, I'm here for it. Like, let's keep her all the way to the final just so that we can listen to her do interviews. Um, but, anyways, when she started talking about it, I died. Like, so hilarious. It's weird, I guess. Again, I didn't notice it. But when Anissa starts talking about it, I'm like, okay, banger interview, first of all, keep it coming because whatever Anissa's deal is with Swaggy and Bailey, it's hilarious to me. I've been watching some of her live, like IG. Um, she goes, I guess they all do. It seems like all the challengers are going live on Instagram, um, like right after the show, which is super fun. I tried out to watch them live because obviously I'm behind on episodes <laughs> um, and I don't want the spoilers, but I, Anissa keeps ta- or not keeps talking about, but has talked about Bailey and Swaggy C like a couple of times. Um, and it's pretty funny to me. I don't know what her deal is with them. Maybe she loves them. (laughs) Maybe she can't stand them. I'm not real sure, but I, you know, I kind of want them to stick around just because listening to Anissa talk about them is hilarious. So back to the blanket, I don't get it, but I also am not not going to judge them because it kind of sounds like maybe something that I would do actually. So like hearing Anissa talk about it and seeing all the memes over the last several weeks, I'm like, okay, this is pretty ridiculous. You guys are so stupid for having this. Like, That's so super cheesy. Sorry, there's a truck going by. That's so super cheesy, so stupid. But then I'm like, I kind of think it's kind of cute. And I can totally see myself getting online, getting a blanket made with mine and Aaron's faces all over it and then sleeping in it. So, I don't know, whatever. Again, it is what it is. Okay, so Bananas is, which, are we calling him Bananas now? Now that Johnny, like Avery's Johnny isn't, on anymore. Sorry, guys, motorcycles. Is, is this funny? Like, I'm out walking in a neighborhood where there's usually like no activity, and uh, we got like the Harley Club <laughs> out riding tonight. Uh, I have to get a studio. It's okay, it's fine. Okay, so are we calling bananas bananas now? I think we are, right? I haven't paid any attention to his jersey, but I assume that it says bananas on it. We've officially changed his name to bananas, I think. So, bananas. Johnny Bananas, whatever. He is talking shit on Ashley to an audience, right? Which, (laughs) not the to an audience part. I guess the talking shit and the to an audience part shouldn't be like super surprising to anybody because you could basically put like insert name here. Johnny Bananas is insert name here. Oh, no, 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 wait. Let me think about this. (laughs) Johnny Bananas is talking shit about insert name here. Um, with like anybody right oh and then it would always end with like to an audience because johnny bonanza is always talking shit about somebody whoever and johnny bonanza is always talking to an audience like homeboy loves a good audience but anyway so he's talking shit on ashley aka smashly aka girl who has won more money than bananas has at this point in like a quarter of the time aka girl who stole a million dollars or half a million dollars from her partner just like Johnny did, right? A.K.A. The, the female version of Johnny Banana, some might say. Less funny, less charming, but the female version of Johnny Banana. So anyways, Banana's talking shit about Ashley to like Jordan and Tori, Kayla, Nani. I think that's it. Maybe some other people, but anyways, and Ashley overhears it. So Ashley immediately goes to Jenny which maybe they have a relationship, I'm not really sure. I'm having a hard time keeping up with like, who's friends with who and you know, blah, blah. But there's too many people in the house. 28 people is too many people unless you're gonna have two, like certainly identified teams. Like we're of the worlds, like there was teams, right? So you had, if you had two groups of 15 and you end up with 30, like I'm not mad about that. But if you just have 30 people and sometimes they're grouped up and sometimes they're not, it's too much for me, I don't like it. So anyways, but bananas talking shit. Ashley over here. She goes and starts crying immediately to Jenny. Bananas walks in. He knows what's going on. He knows why they're why she's upset, but he pretends like he doesn't. Oh my God. Okay, so we're in quarantine right now. little side note, right? We're in quarantine. So if you're listening to this way later, and you missed quarantine, like pff, message me again. Go and yell in on Facebook. Um, I'll definitely fill you in about this super weird time in life, but we're in quarantine and I'm walking around my neighborhood and there's a a little old lady and a little old man and they're sitting on the back porch and he's cutting or she's cutting his hair like with a razor. I wonder if that's like what they normally do (laughs) or if this is like hashtag quarantine behavior. (laughs) Uh, I hope it turns out good. Anyways, um, so Blah, 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 banana. Oh, bananas walks in. Ashley's crying. He's like, what's going on? What's wrong? And then the funniest, like my favorite part of the episode, CT walks in, sees Ashley crying. And he immediately says to Johnny, what did you do? <laughs> Which to me is like really hilarious. Like definitely a fair assumption. CT's automatically like you're being rotten. What'd you do to her? Why'd you make her cry? Like, it's not just, you know, whatever. It's pretty funny. It made me laugh. Um, so again, if you break it down, they don't get along, that's fine. Not many people get along with Johnny Bananas, like let's be real. Um, but Ashley's won more money than him, and him a quarter of the time. But I think Ashley confuses the fact that she's won more money with, like, I have the respect and the clout, and I'm a legend, and I'm you know, a champion, and all that. Yes, you've won, yes, you've won more money, but you won, and the reason that you won more money is because you had the opportunity to take your partner's part of their money too. Like, I wonder. If we went back and every season at Bananas won with a team or a partner, and instead of him splitting the money with his teammates or a partner, if he got to keep 100% of it, what the total amount would be. Because I think he's won somewhere around like 600 dollars or $700,000. Maybe I'll do this one day. Maybe I'll, I'll go and do the math, which I'm not great at math, but maybe I'll go back and do it. But I wonder if you did that, if his winning would be up closer around like you know, the million and a half, like Ashley's is or whatever her, her winnings are right now. But anyways, um, so I think Ashley thinks that she's just as good. And she makes comments about like, I want more money, your grandpa, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you have, but you've only done it in like a few seasons and you didn't make a lot of friends along the way. And I don't know. I just don't care for her. It is what it is. Um, but basically the fight boils down to bananas is accusing Ashley of being a snake and says that she's just, you know, the way that she plays the game is to just get along with everybody. She's an alliance hopper. Um, Ashley is dead set on the fact that she's not an alliance hopper. She's just a nice girl and she makes friends. But I think that like making friends and being an alliance to me, they're kind of the same thing. I get it when people say like, no, they're not. They're very different maybe for some people. But to me, like if you think about it, right, if you go into a house with friends, right, you're going to naturally gravitate towards voting with them, right? So, again, maybe not like that for everyone. Like, you know, some people are much quicker to kind of, quote-unquote, turn on their friends. But for me, it it seems like, I don't know. Right, let me see what I'm trying to, to say. So, Bananas is saying that Ashley is a shapeshifter. She changes alliances what does he say you change alliances like you change your panties Ashley's like no I don't I'm just nice to people because I'm a nice person and I make friends to me in my head I'm like okay but that's saying the same thing right so until push comes to shove and at the very end right it's you or them and you got to go with number one but throughout the while you still have 30 other people in the house like depending on who comes into the house with Ashley whichever ones of those are her friends that's who her quote-unquote alliance is Right? But she says, Oh, they're just my friends. <sighs> I don't know how to explain that. It was a stupid fight anyway. It comes back up a little bit later, and maybe I will be able to like put my thoughts together. But it just, I, this conversation comes up multiple seasons, right? Where people are like, Just because we're friends doesn't mean we're in an alliance. And I'm like, No, it kind of does. Like being friends, like it's like the West thing, right? Like a couple seasons ago, West went around and like hit up everybody that was coming into the game before the season started, right? To like build these relationships with people before the season kicked off. Because if you go into the house and you're, let's say CT, everybody loves CT. Nobody wants to go against CT, one, because he's a beast, two, because he's a nice guy, right? People like him. So like to me, for Johnny to say like, she's a shapeshifter or she just, you know, whatever. If I were Ashley, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, maybe, right? But like, I'm not going around making alliances because I'm like some nasty person and I'm using people. I just am building relationships with these people and I truly like them. So until it comes down to me having to pick, I'm not going to, because why, right? Like, it just seems like it's a fight that's not worth having because they're both basically saying the same thing. Johnny's saying, you know, you pick your alliance based on who your friends are or you're changing up your alliance all the time. And Ashley's like, yeah, I'm making friends with people and my friendships change. That's life, right? Anyways, whatever. It just seemed like a weird one to me. And I I don't know, blah, blah, blah bananas is just picking on ashley and then i think jenny said it best right she's like yeah well you know bananas brings it bananas uh takes this big wooden spoon and stirs the pot and then Ashley just falls for it every time she gets so worked up and whenever we get to the, like the house mode or whatever you're you'll see her like you know pull in i don't give a shit blah, 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 like really over the top like going crazy so bananas basically wins that but anyway so that's what we do there ashley's crying it's bananas versus ashley baba okay so let's see what happens next we go to the mission next up is the mission the mission is called decode and detonate one thing that i noticed about these missions a couple things but first of all why do we have so much so much voiceover on this season for tj i'm really super confused like I don't get, he's always doing the intro and explaining the rules and all that, and there's multiple times throughout all the seasons, right, where you kind of hear, like, they interject a rule, and you can tell, like, okay, this rule is going to become important for some reason, (laughs) because it's like you didn't hear TJ say it initially when he's standing in front of everybody, but then for whatever reason, they, like, cut it in, right, to, like, make sure that we heard it clearly, but it seems like on these, like, every single explanation or when he's like giving the rules, instead of us seeing him standing in front of them, we see him standing in front of them, but then the voice is a voiceover, which to me doesn't play well. Like it feels really, um, weird when they're like, when the challengers are like listening to him give the rules, but they're not looking at him because it's like some weird voiceover. I don't like that. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with production, but I wish they would stop it. I don't love it. Um, another thing and I'll get over this one too. It'll all be fun, I promise. But another thing that I'm I'm struggling with is that each mission is like a little mini final. I just don't love it. I uh, I want the missions to be like some silly fun trivia game or some silly you know they're hanging over water and they have to like jump out and grab a a bungee and it you know I don't know carries them over to a buoy and I don't know like silly stuff, but. This is another little mini final, right? They have to run to solve a puzzle. They have to run again. And then on this one, they happen to blow shit up, which we should really dig into further. And again, maybe I'll do this also not great at math, not great at numbers. So probably I won't, but I would love it if somebody knows can hit me up again, going Gillen, let me know. Um, the challenge budget this season like holy shit like it seems like every season right the budget just goes up and up and up which makes sense right they get more and more fans whatever mtv apparently is doing pretty well um people like johnny bananas and ct are like creating a lot of energy around you know the challenge and um the the new faces i guess are coming in and like shaking stuff up maybe i'm kind of annoyed by every single one of them but uh Anyway, so yeah, they're giving away a million dollars on some of the old seasons, like shout out the duel and the island, like Robin and Mark and like some of those, Um, the challenge prize would be like $150,000 and they'd split it amongst like 10 people. (laughs) They'd get like $5,000 when they win and they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. Now they're giving away a million dollars. That's crazy. Um, Now they're blowing up vehicles, like just really for no reason. Like in this mission, they blow up a truck, two trucks, first place and second place each blow up a truck for no (laughs) for literally no reason other than to just like signal that they've won so they're getting to fly around in helicopters they're skydiving like and this is in missions not the final in missions which is crazy to me again each of the missions is like a little bitty tiny final I just don't love it (laughs) but that's okay if you have the time you really absolutely 100% should go back and watch some of those older seasons just to like contrast kind of how far i guess the the budget (laughs) how far how much money they spend in production and on like the stuff that they do has gone up or changed literally there was a challenge um or it wasn't they weren't called missions back then but there was like a challenge where they sat on they got in bikinis (laughs) and, and speedos and sat on ice cubes in like a skate ice skating rink and they pushed each other across ice cubes in an ice skating rink like the lowest budget shit ever but it was so fun to watch so anyways you should go back and watch some of those if you have time if you think that you don't have time you're full of it we're in quarantine everybody's got time um but anyway so ct slays this challenge um some of the guys and girls go at it oh my gosh it's so dark out here Ah, it's very dark we don't have street lights (laughs) um Some of the challengers decide to remember like four at a time. Oh, it's a puzzle. I don't know if I said that. So the the puzzle or the mission is you have to, you have this board and it's like hieroglyphics or some weird like symbols. And you have to remember your symbols. You have to go to a key. You have to run to a key. You have to find your symbols on the board. Remember, turn those into letters. You're trying to make a word um, or it's not really a word. You're trying to just make a set of letters. And then you have to go to the next puzzle key, find the rest of your hieroglyphics or whatever they are and then go back up and solve your puzzle which is like i said just a bunch of letters so you're translating a symbol into a letter so you have to remember the symbols while you run and if you don't remember the symbols and you have to run back look at your board again and then go back out to the puzzle key so it's it's running memory endurance i guess that's running so anyways some of them decide they're going to remember like three or four and they know they're gonna have to make a couple trips and people try to remember all of it. But bottom line, CT absolutely slays the challenge. He's so good at puzzles. And like, despite being literally one of the biggest dudes in the house, he's really able to keep up in the runs too, which is amazing to me. Now, let's keep it real. Like, um, you know me, I'm gonna (laughs) always keep it real with you guys. He definitely looked out of shape, you know, says the girl that's like literally huffing while she's trying to walk around her neighborhood. (sighs) but. Um, he's, he's got a dad bod, right? Like his dad <laughs> living it up in Miami, probably smokes too many cigarettes. But, um, I mean, amazingly, like he's, he's just all heart. Like he's a fucking challenger, right? Like a legit challenger. Um, so puzzles he's great at, and he keeps up with everybody in the runs. Like his, this just is what it is. So I think Swaggy tries to, um, like, God. <sighs> Like check in or whatever like he's like check 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 and I think he gets it wrong but i might be making that up but I feel pretty good about that oh there's a car coming um so hang on let the let me let this car pass hey I the brakes bad. you want to go get a movie with me um I'm in the middle of recording this podcast okay love you love you okay. Where are the kids at home Yep. okay Yep, you're good. Sorry, <laughs> my husband scared me. I just went over like being scared of um, the dark and here comes my husband. <laughs> okay, um, let me pull it back together. This is hashtag real life. He's going to get us a movie. So that'll be fun. Left the kids at the house which now I'm a little bit worried about that. Okay, where was I? Um, oh yeah, I think Swaggy checks in and then gets it wrong, has to like go back, um, but Maybe not. Anyways, (laughs) it doesn't matter. So C.T. is first, blows up his car. It's super fucking cool. Like, T.J.'s like, oh, man, that was sick. Again, it's for no reason. It's just over the top, big superhero, you know, uh, Bruce Willis style, (laughs) like... Stuff. It's fun. And then Bailey takes second, which is super cool, right? To see a new competitor bring a good showing. Um, I don't know where the hell Ashley, Nani, other than Ashley getting on banana's nerves for like a split second. Jenna, Kayla, Wes, like where all, uh Kyle, Bear, like no idea where any of them were. It was an obvious like C T Bailey swaggy C win. So cool right i don't know they're basically like non-existent um in most of these missions right now but again to be honest there's too many people it's too many people you can't get everybody in in whatever 47 minutes or however long it is so anyways it's ct and bailey um ct is super smart here right because there's three people that make the tribunal so he knows that bailey's gonna want to put swaggy c in there because you know obviously that's her husband like that's what she's gonna want to do um her husband i think they're married yeah um But CT has this, like, um, conversation with Bailey in front of everybody, right? So she's like, I know you want to put your man in there, but are you going to, if we do it to keep him safe, are you guys going to vote out, vote me, and then have, you know, him go in to earn his skull instead of it being me, you know, against whoever the House votes in? And she's like, no, I truly just want to keep him safe. We're not ready for him to go in. But CT has this entire conversation in front of the House, right? So if she changes her vote, well, then they can't be trusted, and that's huge in this game especially for you know new people but anyway so ct ends up letting bailey bring in her man which i think is totally fair you know they agree that they'll let ct go in if that's what he chooses to do the new information that we found out last season or last episode about the tribunal getting to go in has really saved ct this season i think as far as him getting a shot at getting to go in and get his skull like and he knows that i don't you know, in all of his interviews he keeps saying like I didn't think I was going to even have a chance to go in and like try to get this thing. But, you know, so things have changed right now because if you win a challenge, which last time we were talking right in the last uh, podcast, I was going on and on about how, you know, that new piece of information is pretty damn important and really changes strategy uh, quite a bit. So anyways, um, so CT wins it. He is saying, you know, he's going to Bailey, CT and Bailey are making up the tribunal with Swaggy C nct at this point wants to put himself in so we'll see right so that's the end of the mission um no excellent showing from jordan some of the you know the competitors that you expect to see like really up on the top have just been kind of silent which i don't understand it's annoying a little bit so anyways back up at the house so um uh fight with ashley and bananas right so because of that little fight ashley's like Let's send, I'm sitting in bananas. I'm saying his name every single time. I don't care. (laughs) If it's a boy's day, his name is being said by me. It doesn't matter if he's, you know, on the block or if nobody else is gonna say his name, doesn't matter to me. 100% of the time, Ashley says, I'm saying banana's name. So D's like, hmm, kinda like this idea, right? Like that could take some heat off of Jay in the house, which D is like, I think Jay's cute, bah, bah, bah. Don't, I don't think I have to remind you guys that I don't really care for D made that pretty clear I think <laughs> over the last two but I just really don't care for D. she's just not my favorite but anyway she likes Jay so she's loving the idea of Ashley getting people to vote bananas and then her going along with that as well so we'll see they start campaigning right so here it goes we've got D, and we've got Ashley campaigning against bananas so oh, oh no okay I thought that truck was coming over here um I don't remember if it was Ashley or D. One of them tells Kayla and then Kayla goes and tells the young bucks, which that's really annoying. I'm pretty glad that they're not calling themselves that this season. Was that what it was called? The TYB, the Young Bucks or something. <laughs> Anyways, like Corey, Nelson, um, Hunter. Well, so else maybe it was just the three of them. But anyway, she goes and tells them. Um she says, you know, because Corey and Nelson are her friends in real life, that she wanted to give them a heads up um you know just kind of what's floating around and then the guys and i think fessy goes with them too but the guys end up going over to wes and uh telling Wes, like hey this is what's going on you know people are are saying that they're going to vote for bananas and (laughs) they have no idea that wes and johnny have this secret alliance but um it's it's interesting to see that play out right because it allows this stage to be set to where we could see like how far is this johnny and Wes thing actually going to go is west gonna like <laughs> right now take an opportunity to put in what could end up being johnny and ct you know against each other so that only one of them ends up coming back the other one goes home which you know honestly may not have been a terrible idea but the house doesn't ever think about like big picture but anyways um so it, it's cool, right? Because now the stage is set. We get to see what's going to happen with Wes. Hilarious that the guys are like, oh, yeah, here's your chance. Blah, blah, blah. Thinking that they can immediately get Wes to be like, "Woo, party on, Craig, right? So anyways, there's that. We, we get to the house vote. So everybody's sitting around the big table. Um, starts off, Jay gets some votes. And then Bananas gets some votes, right? Um, you 100%, if you have not watched the Oh, excuse me. Have you have not watched the episode yet? I don't know why you're watching this because spoiler alerts. <laughs> um, but if you haven't watched the episode, either go watch it or just Google like Bear's face episode three, banana votes or something like that because it's hilarious. <laughs> when Bananas starts getting votes, Bear's like, what is happening right now? It's pretty funny, but Bananas is not an idiot, right? He starts to orchestrate the vote. So like he starts to call people out, right? In order to keep the whole like bandwagon thing from just like building up too much steam it's number one number two it then requires people to tell him that they're voting him in it's not just like throwing out a vote anymore it's like banana says josh who you got right or he's like jenna and then they have to like say to him who they're voting for which is different than just going around in a circle and you know if the four people in front of you have said bananas you should say bananas too whatever it's bandwagon right so he's definitely not an idiot I think outplayed Ashley here on this, but Jenna decides to burn a vote on Nelson, right? These burn votes to me are pretty risky. I don't think everyone understands how to use them. I would love, 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 love to go back and figure out how this whole burn vote thing even became a thing. I know that when they were doing the, like, what was that War of the Worlds? What was that when they would go in? It was a tribunal type setup and they would go in and they would... Oh, man, I'm going to have to remember. But that was, like, burn Vote central where they were being, like, total weirdos. And, like, it was down to where it was, like, a power couple. And it would always end up where the Golly, what season was that? Damn. Again, going and get land. Message me on Facebook because I can't remember. But – The whole burn vote thing has burned people like leroy right he got thrown in on a burn vote because people don't understand how they work i'll be honest with you if i was on this show i would never ever 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 burn a vote unless somebody that i trusted told me to because i math i don't math (laughs) it's not good for me i don't understand it um but anyways jenna decides she's gonna burn a vote she says nelson and they're like oh stop and she's like no really nelson like i'm going nelson she said something in her interview about how her and Bananas are really close. Um, I just don't get, like, why she wouldn't just say J? Like, why didn't Jenna just say J? So that then it... I don't know, anyways, not real sure how the whole burn boat, boat thing works or if people really understand how it works. But anyways, so Nelson's a child. He gets super grumpy. He starts throwing a fit. He puts Kayla on blast, says, you know, Kayla was orchestrating all of this. She's the one who told us to vote for bananas. And now that it's time for people to vote, like they won't even do it. You know, everybody's scared. Kayla's like, bro, you're an idiot. (laughs) I told you that as your friend to give you a heads up. I didn't tell you who to vote for. Like, it just gets really, really weird. Nelson says (laughs) something about, this is super funny. He says, The fact that these people have the audacity, (laughs) so funny to me, audacity, but anyways, Kayla and Nelson scream at each other like a bunch of schoolgirls, you know, obviously with Kayla, it gets super escalated super quickly. She's like standing up, throwing her arms around. It's just, it's too much. The audacity of these people, too much. Uh, Jordan votes for himself, I think. Anissa maybe ends up voting for Jordan. He's like, she's like, I can't vote for you. I can't vote for you. I can't vote for you. Maybe it's Anissa votes for Jordan. Um, Tori doesn't even vote for Jordan though. So I don't know, maybe another quote unquote burn vote. Um, he gets a couple of votes. Jay ends up going uh, and getting two more votes than bananas, right? So the, if this was like an anonymous vote, if this had been anonymous like when they used to just go and like put in their votes in the camera room, I think it could have gone differently. I don't. I think Ashley mis- underestimated or misjudged the the pull that Johnny actually has. People are scared of him, right? No chance that with people having to say it in front of bananas that at this point people are gonna go against him for Ashley. She just doesn't have as much as she says. Like she plays a better political game. I, I don't. It's pretty clear, right, at this point that that's not what's happening, but um, you know, drum roll. I think I already ruined it. I think I told you that (laughs) Jay gets more votes by two, but, um, Wes ends up voting for Jay. And I think that Wes voting for, actually, I know Wes voting for Jay causes Corey to vote for Jay because he's like, ah, shit, something's weird, right? Like he sees it. Um, and so because Wes is showing loyalty to, um, bananas, Corey ends up going with, voting Jay in as well. So I think obviously those two votes are kind of what does it. And, um, since Jay in Melissa, is that her name? The little blonde headed girl. She votes for Jay too, even though she absolutely said she wouldn't do that. Um, I think she got scared, but yeah. So, uh, Jay is the house vote again, you know, poor dude. I think he'll end up being the house vote for several more episodes until he goes in, but we'll see how that plays out. So that's the house vote um super there's this really fun scene another one that if you haven't seen it you should google it and go look it up but um johnny like (laughs) grabs wes's face and starts like kissing on him and wes is like oh you know i kind of liked it in like a really creepy way but um which sends us straight to the whole night on the town you know they always get these like outings sometimes they have parties at the house sometimes they get to go to the club um this night they happen to get to go to the club, which for them to be like in a bunker and this is supposed to be like total madness. It's making them crazy. I wish that they weren't getting to go to the club um, for like fresh air and stuff, but that's okay. Whatever, right? So they end up getting dressed up like super creepy. Uh, they dress like, I don't know, dead cats or something and vampires and it's creepy and weird. But there is this really cute scene with Wes and I don't think he was dressed up with anything <laughs> or maybe he wasn't, I just didn't notice it um, cause he's weird. But Johnny is dressed up as, uh, I think, Danny Zuko. Um, he's in like the the rolled up jeans and a white, plain white tee with like a pack of cigarettes in the sleeve. He's got his hair greased. Um, so I think he's Danny Zuko from Grease. Um, there's a really cute scene between them where Johnny tells him that he completes him. It's so sweet. Um, and I'm really digging the whole Wes and Bananas thing right now, I hope it goes on forever and ever and ever. Amen, and they win the whole damn thing, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, Night on the Town is, is what it is. Um, I think the highlight, other than that really sweet little scene, which was the highlight for me, I think what we were supposed to catch um, in the editing is that Jay and Dee are quote-unquote snogging, um, as Jenny would say. And then when they get back to the house, um, Rogan and Dee fight over it. Jay's like, whatever, I'm going to bed, which is, I mean, great idea, bro. Like. If we're going to do hashtags, let's go hashtag not worth it. Like that's trash. <laughs> I'm just blah, 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 blah. I'm just not here for it. I just don't love it. So anyway, Jay ends up going to bed. And I think that that was the best decision on his part because the conversation is weird. Uh, D's like, Rogan's like, just go be with him if that's what you want to do. And he's like this, she's like, this is not what I want. I don't think you know what you want. So let's calm down. I'm in love with a stripper. Like stop it. So Jay ends up going to bed. Tribunal uh let's see let me see let me see so tribunal like i said is ct bailey and swaggy um they decided to put in bear rogan and nelson (laughs) and i was like dying when ct says let's throw in bear in the tribunal because he likes the attention like just for that reason only like let's let's send him in here because well he likes the attention so when they're interviewing them bear says he doesn't want to go in he's like maybe look look for nelson because You know, he was causing some drama with with my girl Kayla during the house vote. Nelson says he's cool with it. He's like, you know, quote, Jay's a layup anyway, end quote. Send me in if you want to. He says eliminations are what I'm known for. I'm like, I don't know if that's true, Nelson, but the audacity, right? I'm not sure if that's what he's known for. I think he's known for being like one of the three of those young buck nonsense kids. But whatever. He says he's known for eliminations and to send them in if they want to. And then. Rogan um, obviously wants to go in. He says he wants to his chance to take a shot at Jay, um, I assume, right, for messing with his girl, which, again, gross, not here for it, don't love it. So that's that. CT says to Bailey and Swaggy, has anything changed or is the plan still the plan? And, you know, obviously the plan is still the plan. Um, I don't think it would have mattered or that it matters um, to CT what the uh, – uh, um purgatory like what the arena would look like like if it looked just like a puzzle i think he would have taken it anyway if it looked like that wall thing though that um uh fess not fessy who was that kid's name the guy who went out first Ah, uh, i can't think of his name damn my memory is really bad i'm have to start taking better notes but anyways <laughs> whatever the kid's name was that jay took out very first ah shoot um Anyways, if it had been that wall that wall thing where they have to like push that plexiglass against each other, if I were CT, there's no way I would go against Jay in that. But anyways, they get down to purgatory, CT puts himself in. Again, I don't think it would have mattered what anything else was around him. I think he was going in 100% because the, the chances, right, the opportunities to go in when you're somebody like CT are going to be super limited. So zero surprise Have anyone thought otherwise then obviously this is their first season of the challenge to watch ever ct is clearly going to take his opportunity to go up against jay so ctvj um the purgatory challenge ends up being knots endurance and knots i feel like not endurance as in like running but endurance as in like picking up heavy shit um for a long period of time so it ends up being ctvj um and i think jay got lucky with um the challenge, I mean, if it had been like a banger, they keep referring to um the hall brawl as like the ultimate banger, but in my head, I picture that um that ball game where it's like there's a bucket in the middle and you have to try to get your ball into the bucket for me, that one's pretty crazy because you have to be able to move and get and be stronger, um but I get it, hall brawl is literally just slamming face version of somebody, which if you're the small guy in that like pray um but anyways, I think. Jay got pretty lucky with this one. Yes, you know, CT is a legend and he can basically do anything, but if you have to go against CT, don't you don't want to do Tangrams because he's really good at that too. Like, don't you kind of want it to be like what this one is, <laughs> which is like, take a whole bunch of stuff, including chains and ropes, and tie the door shut on this base or this little um, encampment, and make it to where the other person can't get in to your base, right? There's just some strategy in there, but I know like strength is good too. But anyways, I don't think anybody ever wants to go in CT, but this one feels like it's not a hall brawl, right? So I think for that being said, like Jay gets pretty lucky here. So it's endurance and knots again. Um, CT starts picking up stuff that Jay literally couldn't even pick up. So that's hilarious, right? You see Jay go over to these big, huge pieces of like concrete and try to pick them up and he can't. And he's like, "Ah, "Never mind." Like Jay and his twin brother, if he had one, (laughs) couldn't go out there together and pick up some of this stuff that CT is just like picking up and stacking up. It appears, right? So production has (laughs) us believing 100% that C.T. is just destroying, destroying Jay. All of the interviews with everybody are like, oh my God, I feel bad for Jay, like there's no chance, CT's so smart, blah, 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 whatever. And then it happens, they switch sides, C.T. starts easily slinging the barricades away. He's just like picking up the stuff and just, you know, slinging it out of the way. And then he starts like picking up cinder blocks and just like slamming them onto the ground and just shattering them chains are busting loose like it just looks like ct is just barreling through this but then like somehow we look over at jay and everything that it looked like he couldn't pick up is out of the way how jay moved all of this shit out from the front of his little house right and just got it out of the way when it looked like whenever he was fully like energized and not out of breath He couldn't pick it up at all. I have no idea, but he manages to get it all out of the way. The same time CT has gotten all his out of the way and they're working on like their last set of chains. I don't know if the whole CT doing like brute strength thing plays against him here because it seems like, you know, he's yanking on the chain. And at some point I think he's just trying to break the chain. But in my mind, it feels like he had such a head start on Jay that he should have just started pulling out the chains, right? Like once you have all the cinder blocks off the chain, you have to get the chain out of what is like a metal bar and to me i think had he done that instead of just trying to like rip at the door because you can't just open the door far enough to get through you have to clear all the chains jay is pulling unknotting rope right single threading pulling out rope unknotting it and he gets it all unknotted before ct can manhandle a metal chain <laughs> like bro you're ct you're a fucking beast but you're not gonna break a metal chain like I don't know. Anyways, so, you know, again, prepare yourself for absolute heartbreak because Jay gets the knots down, the chain drops to the ground, he opens the door, he hits the button, the light comes on, CT's eliminated. Jay gets weird and tells him, like, this is a dream come true. Uh, CT tells him, you know, not to make it weird, bro. I cry. TJ tells everybody... CT's, you know, incredible body of work. He promises that he'll be back. CT is interviewed. He says, you know, I got to give credit to Jay, but if I come back or when I come back, I'll be better than ever. Like I need to give myself a tune up. He makes a joke about throwing his back out. Again, I cry. (laughs) Um, they talked to bananas in the interview room. Bananas was like, what I'm feeling right now is just shock. Like the fact that you know, Jay, the total underdog, was able to do this. It's just insanity to me. CT's a legend. Again I cry. Um and that's kinda it, right? The the credits roll. Um and then we get the whole you know, next time on and they tease us with some sort of like freezing cold underwater challenge. Which what the hell? (laughs) No. Cold water, no. No, 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 no. So Anyways, that's the episode and everything that I felt about it. Um, Episode 3 MVP, I think, is probably going to be really super obvious to all of you guys. I have to give it to CT because, you know, I love him. (laughs) And it's my last chance to give him MVP for this season. (laughs) This is amazing to see his transformation, right? He has changed so much. He's gone from the guy that was like punching people and threatening to literally eat their brains, like, I'll eat his face, I'll eat his head or whatever. To being like the gentle, you know, dad, big brother, best friend, um, kind of just father figure in the house everybody looks up to and loves. Um, it's just really been fun to see. Um, I think back to like his and Diem's relationship and how just you know really sweet and tumultuous that was um and you just really wish that as like cheesy as it is that Diem would have been here I guess or could be here to see the the amazing like sweet kind gentle man that you assume she always knew he was right (laughs) um being kind of put on display for everybody else to see it's just really really very sweet so i definitely wish that ct would have stuck around um to the final i always wish that if i'm being totally honest it makes me not even really want to watch the next several episodes because i just want i just like ct and i just want to get to next season so that hopefully he comes back and then that's the other thing right there's always this draw of like will he come back next season or am I going to have to wait several seasons for him to come back? And <laughs> it's just sad uh, when your people go home. But anyways, I guess if I had to rate this episode, I'd rate it like the least amount of stars because because my man went home. But um I guess where did we leave it, right? We know that there's something happening with Bananas and Ashley. Ashley's gonna gun for Bananas. Bananas not trusting Ashley. We know that the alliance with Wes and CT, or sorry, Wes and oh, oh, CT, Wes and Bananas is a real thing. Um, Wes kind of threw it out there a little bit. I think people are catching on to it. So maybe that will become a bigger part of the game now that you know a couple couple people are talking about it. We'll see. Um, We know that Jay might have, you know, created kind of an image of himself as having a little bit more power, being a little bit more powerful. He made a comment about, um, you know, in an interview, if I don't start showing these people that I have some power, then I'm just going to continue to go down here. Maybe taking out CT um, makes people second guess, throwing him in every single time as if he's the quote unquote layup. Um, We'll see. And I think that's kind of where we ended up. Um... Yeah, I feel like that's a, a fair rundown of the episode. So I I just gave you in two minutes what I probably said over the course of an hour. But anyways, is what it is. Um, one more thing about CT super fast. So um go check out the ringer on Instagram. They recently did a um best reality TV star bracket and they had like judges and hosts against um, you know, the the sweet um heroine or hero or heroine against the villain against the MVPs. So they had four separate brackets um, and they played it all out. And there was everybody on there from like the, the cooking shows and Jersey Shore, the Hills, KCavy Cavallari. <laughs> um, who else was on there? American Idol, uh, was on there. Uh, TJ ended up going against Simon Cowell and losing, which to me is ridiculous. But anyways, the final final, um, it was, let's see bananas against, can't think of who it was. Who did bananas go against? Mm-mm, it's not going to come to me. Snooki against CT bananas against somebody. And then CT beat out Snooky, bananas beat out whoever it was. He was go- oh, um ah, Gordon Gordon, blah 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 Gordon. Chef Ramsay <laughs> not Gordon anything, Chef Ramsay. Um so Chef Ramsey versus bananas and then CT versus Snooky. And Johnny and C T ended up winning, and then they went up against each other um, and CT won, which was super fun. So anyways, that's on the ringer. Um it's also on my Instagram. Um, a really fun little bracket that they did but anyway so in case my like completely 100 percent biased opinion isn't good enough to prove that ct is legit the best um he won that too and that was like other people not just me so um is what it is anyways so that's it for total madness challenge season 35 sorry that i'm straight out of breath but again it's dark out here i'm a little scared my heart rate's up <laughs> um but you know, getting in my exercise and doing a podcast. So that's fun. This is episode three of the challenge series. Um, I've got two more episodes that I need to do to get caught up. So I will try to get those done here in the next couple days, but I'm going to head back to the house, see what movie my husband got, um, and have a little, you know, mommy daddy time. So I love you all so much. Thank you again for checking it out. Go hit me up on Facebook. It's going Gilland. Uh, this is Ashley Gilland podcast is how to be an actual real life human and we are talking about the challenge. so tell your friends love you all so so much hope you're having safe time in quarantine and there's a light at the end of the tunnel hopefully they'll let us out of here soon i love you again peace